Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and Bake America, episode 436, guys, hanging out in studio here. Real, real, like real time, real life shit. That's right, man. Like you're there. Oh, my God. Oh. Anyway. I actually touched the dude, man. Don't ever touch me. Don't ever touch my stuff. <laughs> you got it, Francis. You know the guy's name from that, man? It's yeah, Francis Only Soya. when you say it. Only from Psycho. Stripes. Movie Stripes. Check Classic, it out. Classic, man. All right, guys. Got a good show today. I think we're trying to focus on a bunch of grow talks, see if we can get into a little what's growing on, but uh, we're going to focus on the grow talk. I kind of went back through the site and saw what Scotty didn't catch because he's like, hey, some of the grow talk, like you just don't want to talk about by yourself or maybe not with Guru or whatever. It's just my opinion at that point, man. Yes, well, hopefully we'll make it through the show. Scotty's still the clemped here. <laughs> My voice is shit, man. Been talking too much or something. You need a talking ban. Yeah, I've been yelling a little too much, man. Oh, okay. Had, a, had Nirvana cranked this morning, and I had the, you know, the windows down, and the radio <laughs> cranked all the way up and was singing me some Nirvana, man. God damn, that guy was good, all right? That guy was good. Yeah. He was yelling crazy shit that sounded good, and then he thought about it, and it meant something, man, you know? All right, I'll take it. No? Yeah, it meant something. Just like the term I learned. Also, I forgot about a term I learned in um, this beach, man. There's this one beach in Hawaii. Come on, I want to lay Have you heard about it? No. That area? Sounds nice, though. <laughs> Do you not get it? Do you not catch it? Oh, I get it. Okay, man. okay. Yeah, I get Somebody it. was pulling that on me there, and I was like, hmm, it took me a minute. I'm like, come on, I want to lay. Oh, oh, okay. And then I tried to pull it smoothly on my wife and just effed it all up. <laughs> so I totally didn't say it right. She's like, what the hell are you trying to say? Microbial. Oh, anyway, let's do some prime time supporters, guys. Can uh, I ask you one quick question? Sure. What's the biggest waves you've seen in Hawaii, man? Uh, we are just there, in the, not this time of year, really. I mean, oh, it's seasonal? Yeah, the you know, man, the winter break, bro. So, oh, come on. Sometimes I was some trying, places it's all year round. I was man. boogie boarding and trying, trying. I'll emphasize to surf in Hanalea Bay, and it was chill as hell. It was you like went to Hanalea Bay, Hanalea, Hanalea, Hanalea Bay, <laughs> and North Shore, instruction? North Shore, Kauai, and consistent, easy three, four foot swells. And then when we went out on our little North Coast tour, the cat's like, this bay is like thirty five foot plus consistent in the winter. It's like, okay. Three foot, I was going to say, is kind of big. No, 35 foot, bro. But I'm anyway. saying three to four foot real swells. You know, when it gets to five foot, it's pretty much yeah. at, at head high. Yeah, it's all good. Anyway, yeah. let's nice. do the primetime supporters here, yes, man. Sir. I was challenging Scotty. We got Dynagrill on the board. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you, we've heard about you talk about their silica. We heard you talk about their KLN. I'm like, you got to challenge him to come up with something different. Sure. Spoken word, if you will. So yeah, he's trying to tell me that Dynagro Dave, right? He's the innovator of Silica. He definitely de- deserves now what's some up cr- with that? Meaning, Not innovate. I mean, that's he, a head bit. Okay, so he went and found it. It's all, check out what, I think it's like episode, I'm, I'm dyslexic, so 16 or 18, okay. somewhere around there. He was one of our first guests that came on, and he told the story how uh, Silica, when he started doing the, the tissue test with cannabis, it's really a macronutrient. He was saying calcium, silica, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, not in that order, but uh, were, were the macronutrients. And he said, like, calcium, silica were able to be uptaken in, in larger volume than uh, potassium. 
And right. I was like, wow, that's cool. So he was the one that did all this research. He got laughed at for years about it. And uh, he came out with a product called Protex Silica that was one of, I think it was the one originator. One of the first, or you think even the originator? I'm telling you, he had to go around either way. convincing, I mean, either convincing way. the guys because he was studying this shit, man. Was so, that the trial that was done? I always reference the trial where, like, I don't know if it was him, but uh, where they did the test in greenhouses with different, I don't know if they're some type of leaf-eating pest. And obviously the silica-treated plants right. did not get nearly at all torn up. And I always equated that to thinking, like, okay, if you land on a leaf and you chew on some nice, soft sushi tissue or right. dried-up-ass beef jerky shit sure. that's hard to chew sure. you don't want kind of thing is how I looked at it. Agreed. Um, and You're not going to call all your friends. You know I do what? want to revisit that, though. My only thing is when you look at trials with silica and long-term plants that grow longer than our short-term perennials. What are we, perennials? No, 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 we're annuals, Annual, man. yeah. Once I, wish, a year, I, w- I need a perennial cannabis. <laughs> that would be money. Uh, it would be a money tree is what it would be. <laughs> right, all right. All right, well, the challenge there, um, very good. And I'm, I was just trying to search around. I'm sure if you guys go to dudegrows.com and just use our search tab for Dynagrow and stuff, there was that episode way back in the day. Yeah, I want to say, I think it's 18. I'm not sure. But anyway, I just, I like to give credit where credit is due. This is one of the guys that did a lot of work. He saw something. He was an, an innovator, and he saw something with the way silic was being uptaken for cannabis plants. He's from California. You know, it's been going on for 30 years out there, you know, 40 years out there. So, yeah, he's, he's an OG, man. He's hooked up. And I got a lot of respect for him. Uh, they throw some love for the Dude Grows show. They appreciate what we're doing. So, right back at you, brother. Right on. I'm going to give it up for Sunspectra. Guys, sunspectra.com. Um, actually, just talked to Dawson. True, true a- DGC right there, man. I mean, that's one of our boys that just decided to, uh, to make good. And he's been really hooking up our crew he's with great I. lights, he's man. He's doing I. When I first saw him, I think I first met him at the DGC Cup. Yep. And then really, it was one of those cats I didn't really know how to read at first. You know, I was like, hmm. Which is how you be with everybody when you first meet people. Right. Some people you click with right away, and you're like, well, yeah, what's up? But like, he's, he's South Florida style for me, man. For you, I you're like, like him, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's all good. It's in the, you just did the eye, the eye movement. We, like did, we, we just did that special <laughs> handshake, you know, with the explosion at the end, man. And we were like brothers, uh, man. Anyway, we was brothers. it's all good. Uh, I'm getting a 630 here any day now, actually. And uh, i got to figure out what my plans are going to be for that. You have one not hanging right now. And I think Damn. we might get in our hands or another one. So that might There's be- a little. Have you noticed the passive aggressive digs about uh, me not hanging my lights lately, man? I <laughs> <laughs> can't have them all hanging. Anyway. Hey, come, come check out the greenhouse, I man. just need some summer lighting that's not HPS. That's all I'm waiting on. Dude, so. that's fucked up, man. Real quick. In our town, there's an HPS ban. Yeah. Yeah, HID ban. You can't have 1,000-watt so lights. Well, so Sun Spectra would fall into that, wouldn't uh-uh. it? No, they're ceramic metal at, highlights, at, man. At first, they started going after people. That, yeah, that but they're running. HID, aren't they? Well, at, to start, uh, technically, yes. But yeah, to, they are. You're to, right, metal highlights. To start HID. off with, they were going after people running LECs, too. But they meet a certain like efficiency guideline. So they're not really trying to go after people for those. They've been reading, huh? Oh, been oh yeah. well, what's I've been looking up on it, man. They're knocking doors down in our town, and they're using the excuse of the HID man. If you don't have any problem, you know, if you don't, if not over your count, they leave. So if, you're saying three fifteens? They're <laughs> saying are okay? Yeah, for the most, yeah, three, yep. or like technically no, but yes, that's just okay. within city limits. Within of Fort city Collins, limits of Colorado, Fort Collins. But yeah, if you're out in Larimer County and not within city limits. You're probably all right. Oh, outside of city, city limits, you can run whatever you find. Hmm. As long okay. as you're paying your electric bill. Yeah. That's right. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. You're looking at me why I moved outside of city limits. <laughs> 
but yeah, guys, I'll wrap it up with sunspectra.com. They got the 315s, dual 315s and one or yeah, dual 315s and one fixture, the, the 630 double ended, all kinds of good options and hey. so far I've been taking care of business with the crew. Coupon code dude over there. I'll yeah. send you some more money. What's yeah, up? and I've been working with Dawson for a while and he is a generous guy. I'm going to say that, man. He's a really cool guy. I run my bamboo farm and I kind of run it the same way where I want to make people happy. I want to make customers. So man, if something happens where, you know, a plant dies in transit or something like that, I can always hook people up, man. I always like to I always like to try to do the hookup, you know? And he's kind of the same way. I've seen him do so many cool things for DGC. Um, so I appreciate the hell, hell out of you, Dawson. Thanks for the support, brother. Word. Now, who's the executive producer here? Do you know what's up with Grozilla? I do, man. I saw Grozilla a couple of days ago at the David Montgomery uh, Hangout. Super cool guy, man. Him and his boy were there asking intelligent questions, sitting in the front row. So it was really good to hang, Grozilla. Yeah, man. Thanks, thanks for coming out and supporting. Uh, I will tell you, man, we had probably, I don't know, 15, 20 people show up at David Montgomery uh, talk. It was, you know, it was pretty specific. It wasn't like he was talking about how to make more dank. Hey, we know? had another 80 people show up live on YouTube. So it was great. I, I was really appreciative of that. I went to the other, you know, his official book signing in Denver. And there was probably half that many people, man. Well, yeah, so all the, these things, I thought about that, too. I was like, since I'm out of town and you know, I know I promote events really well, I was really concerned for your event. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> You know, but, I, I couldn't plus all really, the people that were lined up just to meet the dude that are like, oh no, I'm just kidding. I couldn't have cared if nobody showed up because that's, I was picking this guy's brain. That's what I was getting at. Really, time, what man. you're doing is you're having the conversation regardless. You're just inviting as many people that want to share that knowledge with you, whether it's one or a hundred, doesn't really matter. The conversation is still being had and getting the knowledge out. So that's tight. Yeah, it's so true. Uh, right on, man. Right on. Well, let's get into a little bit of. What's growing on for a sec, which is pretty much just going to be grow talk. You yeah. got about 10 grow talk questions uh, get through. Did you get that interview done with Trip? I did not. Or, man. Okay. <laughs> I got a call from JR Token yesterday. He wants to interview Trip. He goes, I want to interview Trip. Man. Okay. I want to get the All real right. deal, man. I was just curious. <laughs> I, while we were talking, I was still thinking about that saying, the, Come on, I want to lay out. What, what kind of challenges you could have with that if you've got to go around? You have to say it 10 times to 10 different women on the island. Right. Randomly, could be anywhere you have from like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, do you think one time it's going to work? One out of ten? So one ten percent. Is there any reward for being the first one to finish? What? Oh, to get through the challenge? <laughs> yeah, to get like hook up? Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I was just wondering, wondering if it would work. I think I think it, the saying Look, is I like, got I got to tell you, it will work because numbers games work. If you go out there with a shitty sales pitch to a thousand people, one person will feel bad <laughs> well, for you. Check this out. One of my buddy's dad told me this when we were like little and like first started getting interested in girls. He's like, all right. So, you know how baseball works, right? With batting averages. Right. If you bat a 300, like you're in the fucking pros. If you bat a 400, you're like up there with the best of all time. <laughs> That's funny. So, just fucking swing away. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> but it ain't the same thing trying to score weed. You can fuck up doing that. Man. Go to a restaurant. That's where you Ooh. find them. That is the tip. If you've moved somewhere and you don't know where to There's get some weed, site too. go Weedly talk to some people that are working. But I'm talking, you go, you just landed in Cleveland and you got a fucking happened to me before, you know, and you got to find a bag, you know. The a cab driver looks like he's going to, no, just don't send me back to yeah, Mogadishu, agree, please. Yeah, dive, dive bar. Um, Restaurant, food service. If you're staying at industry. a decent hotel and you got the, the, the guys that help you with their bags and shit, those homies know what's up. I just like took one, I took one look at the dude behind the hotel and I just turned to my friend. I go, Steve, I got you, brother. I got you. <laughs> you just go into a restaurant, listen for the server that says the word dank, and then go talk to them. There you go. Somebody's gonna. Say, yeah, somebody's <laughs> dealing out of that place. 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to cut into some Grow Talk what here. What you got? And uh, we'll come back and do some Dank Nugs and some other jazz. I'm on yes, number sir. one, Grow Talk. Guys, get your questions up. We're almost caught up there. DudeGrows.com. Just submit your post when you're logged in or your grower questions and hit it up. Or on the top navigation, too, somewhere. I think there's just a real quick link. But Beans from MedTHC Ontario. Wait, that's his real name, I think. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, hey, all. Just got some beans from a friend. Blue Satellite, Headspace, and Trig, or TRG. It's my first grow and more... And more, prob- probably only going to do one to three plants to start. My idea, my idea, I got it. My idea is an outdoor grow in five gallon pots when ready, growing in pots in case they need to be moved. I was thinking of going with the blue satellite to start as it's good for an indoor outdoor and it's fairly rated good for new growers. How do you do that? How do you say this strain? I guess it's not finicky. Like, this is a yeah. good new grower strain. Like, you can't over fertilize it. I would it'll say. underfert, overfert it, it'll take it all. Sure. Not being able to over-fertilize it. It just being generally easy to grow in tr- where it doesn't need much training or anything. It's true. It's just a bush. So just looking for somebody says, any other grow tips would be greatly appreciated, like feeding, seedlings or not, what nutrients, etc. Um, would like to go as organic as possible. Dude, Doc Brown's green thumb is like my conscience. You know yeah, what I mean? I think something, and then he, I go look down there, and he says it. He says, first of all, are those seeds feminized? If not, then you'll have to grow a few out in order to make it likely that you'll find some females. Yeah, totally. Very true there, man. So, And then um, I write into the comments that I agree with this. If you're growing outdoors, somebody was like, man, five-gallon pots are way too small. Um, but... It depends on, um, this was 21st century Linus. It depends on what you're doing, man. You can have an outdoor grow on your balcony on the second floor of an apartment thing, and you're trying to keep really small plants. I mean, or maybe you're growing a really bush bushy indica style, and you can grow fine in five-gallon plants. you got to time it out, though. You don't want to put them out. I would daisy chain those and make some hempies out of them. Just a little hempy sip bucket out of those things. That yeah. you could get a lot bigger performance out of. You can get yourself a pound and a half out of something like that. Just know that if you're growing outdoors in containers and you get big plants, that if they're small containers, also wind can just beat the hell out of them, it's knock true. them all down. It's true. You have to weigh them down and take care of them. But the bigger the container, of course, the less maintenance. You could soak it in sometimes. It'll last a couple of days, yeah, uh, et cetera. So I'm thinking of those big rope tub ones. That's where you can get yourself a pound, pound and a half. I, yeah. would, I would go grab something like that. You might as well. I'm sure I gotta have videos on making a system out of that. It costs you under fifty bucks to do it. Probably more like thirty bucks. The rope tote ones, the Home Depot. Yeah, rope totes. they're like four. They're at Walmart for like four bucks, man. And you daisy chain them together. Get yourself a few grommets and a few fittings, and yeah, you should be good to go. A float valve. It's going to be a twenty dollars float valve. It's going to be your biggest investment. Yeah, and then, um, as far as the nutrients, man, going organic as possible outdoors in the soil is really easy to mess around. You can decide to go. No bottles at all if you want because it's super easy to top dress. Compost. Just throw shit at Compost. the soil. I, I like really that. like to put a mulch <laughs> or a hay layer on top of outdoor. They yep. uh, Actually, Happy Frog, the brand Happy Frog from Fox Farm, has a decent mulch in a composted bale that not many people get. I forgot the name of it. Um, but Expensive it works. mulch? Uh, no, well, but it's also, <laughs> it's not, it's super cheap, but it's also got some good shit in it. You know, it's a good mix. Anything to keep that soil. I got uh, my mulch shipped 1,800 miles in a plastic bag. No, uh, maybe, maybe. I'm just uh, busting balls, but I'm just saying, you could probably get good mulch. Mulch isn't something I think if you're outside that you really need to go and go to the grocery store and get. 
No, not necessarily. It depends. Another cool thing, like if you want to mess around there, I think there's some beneficial ones. Like if you can get your hand on some like uh, tree care companies, say anytime you guys take down a willow, give me a call. Get go. those willow chips. You, you know, with them rooting hormone. Yep, in it, top man. dress with willow chips. But anyway, long story short, you got a bunch of options. You can continue to, if, even if you don't want to fully enrich your soil, you can just top dress at a time outside too as your nutrient program. Because you're even in the, if you water through real sloppily and heavy, you don't care because you're outside. So it's a good, good place to do it. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks, guys, man. for the comments, man. I Excellent. Really appreciate the, the community you got going on over there with Grow Talks. Let's hit up another one here. Yes, sir. Let's hit up another one. So, so what do we, as far to sum that up, bigger pots as far as nutrients go, if you, I mean, yeah, in five gallon pots, those things are going to be sensitive. They're going to be drying out lickety split. More roots, more shoots. Yeah, that, but more volume of, uh, of soil, the more water holding and nutrient Again, holding. Again, totally yes, well, and, and just more roots that can be in, sure, in that sure. pot as well. Yeah. It really depends on your environment, man. You could be in a five gallon where the temperatures never really get above 73 wherever you're at on the earth. And it only gets four hours of direct sun a day. I see what you're saying. We're going to stay small, yeah. You're just trying. Yeah, you're not trying to grow for full-on production. Sure. Just some personal use. All right, need electrical help from Growzilla. What's up, DGC? I'm just going to cut to the chase. I got a, a four-light controller that suggests I hardwire it to a 50-amp breaker. My question is, anybody know any good leads to a good electrician? Uh, thanks for your help in advance. And for, of course, when we first figure out, I believe he is in Denver. Okay. So that shouldn't be too tough. I mean, definitely. Um, well, go ahead. I mean, would you probably just say do it on your own? I mean, Colorado, nah, I don't want to get anybody killed. If you got a firm understanding of electric, it's not hard to put in a 50-amp breaker. Or honestly, if you could, maybe see if you can go and uh, – and and do something with your dryer breaker. You know, usually in the dryer, it's like a, I think it's a fifty amp for the dryer. I thought dryers were usually thirty. It, amps oh, you know, you're right. Thirty, 30 amp services. for the dryer and fifty amp for the stove. Yep. Yeah. So if you're hardcore, man, you can just disconnect your stove. You know, re- just go get a gas one. You're good to go. Oh yeah, there you go. Experimental greenhouse is suggesting he does it, man. Just being like, if you own your own, if you own your own home, then you can get away with doing it yourself. It isn't that hard to do. Um, but electricity is dangerous, so I understand. Electricity can kill, but so can cars. And we learn to drive them every day. Right. So it's like, Look. if you can get the power off safely and confirm the power's off where you're working and watch a bunch of YouTube videos, I would, and you want to keep as stealth as possible, I would go ahead and try and do it if I was it's confident in myself. fucking neutral, man. What does it do? Okay, <laughs> what does it do? Otherwise, um, recommended, uh, I think I already did, might have in the comments, um, there's a couple of electricians around. Two twenty is fucking easy. I will say. I mean, I'm not recommending that you work on anything yourself because you can, can get killed. Sometimes I'll have a like. You ever get like somebody steps on your grave and you just get chills? And I'll go back to me outside. I mean, my brother trip outside of a uh, <laughs> outside of a, a house with the dugout, the electricity just dug out and me standing because there's it's in Florida. So there's water coming into the hole and I'm standing on a four wheeler tire hooking up to the live shit and yes. live shit. You know, that's a little. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That so I mean, get you. And there's I mean, dude, I mean, I can't believe I didn't die. It's just like the uh, plumber or whoever. Some dude was killed. I read a story just standing in water in his basement, only like an inch of water or something. Yeah. But the cord from the sump pump effed up or something like that. And I guess just that water, the water gets you. And it's the 220. I've gotten shocked with 110 and my dad would just sit there and laugh at hey. me. While I'm going, <laughs> 110 just lets you know it's there. Yeah, the 220 will stop your fucking heart, man. Push. 
throw you a couple feet backwards. <laughs> yeah. All right, but, Grozilla. But in all fairness, though, 220, when you look at a piece of Romex cable, you have, you know, if you're looking at a piece of uh, Romex, it's usually two hots and a ground. So you got a black, a white, and a ground, right? For 220. Don't give specific instructions now. I'm, I'm just explaining <laughs> that for 220. You can be vague with it. Each, get, getting some shit. You've got two 110s, which are the two hots, the black and the white are your hots. Yeah. And then you have a ground. It's not that fucking complicated. When you get to 110, then you need a neutral to go back and have yeah, unused current new, back there. What about wire. the alligator clip? Big Those big things, where do they go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I've wired 220. I'm not an amazing electrician I've at all. I've seen them tie-ins in gross stores before in some places, and I'm like, you guys kidding me? You cannot have, like... Alligator clips. I think that's what, this is the biggest, just how people steal power. They, right. they cut in with these things. But, uh, I'll tell you how people steal power, man. Ilsco, I-L-S-C-O, wiretaps. Gotcha. You have the specific brand down. My brother Trip ordered a few. <laughs> they, um... They, Which, by the way, I will always say, if you do that, you are digging your hole even deeper if you ever get in any shit, man. You do not want to steal power. I will tell you that someone went to jail for that, man. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. Moving on. Outdoor light from Northeast Gorilla. So, due to the thieves finding my good spot last year. Damn. I have to keep my two outdoor plants in a less than ideal location. Ironic, given it's now legal in Massachusetts, I have to hide my plants anyway. The spot I have to put them in has three hours and change direct sun and dappled sunlight the rest of the day. I have no choice but to put them there. So my question is... Did you say legal or illegal? In Massachusetts? No, he's saying it's it's ironic that it's legal okay, now that it, he, has, he still has to hide it because there's fucking rippers everywhere. Yep, yep. I get confused sometimes on those two terms. He wants to know if his plants will still yield... Decently, there are Blue Dream and 20-gallon pots mainlined yes. and topped to 16 and vegged for three months. So sounds like it's going to be Fuck a good yeah. plan. 20-gallon pots, nice. I was going to scrog them, but if they won't get that big, is it worth it? I'll take what I can get as um, on these as I have others in week four indoors and are doing great. I just had no room inside for these two, and they're <laughs> such healthy plants. I loathe to give them up. I hear you, man. It's hard just to, like, kill a plant. Like, God, we've got to do something with this Wait, thing. Wait, and that's so much work on the front end. Like, mainlining a plant, it works really well for getting, like, donkey dick colas. Right. But it's a lot of work on the front end, and he's already done all that work. There's no other option than somewhere with four hours of sunlight that he can't find. Apparently not. Because four hours is pushing it. You know, I'd say six hours. You well, he's got speck of light. Go wherever they're at. Make sure you can't. I mean, obviously, I've seen some creative shit, like weed plants mounted in trees and whatnot. Yes, sir. Um, if you can, which is probably hard, if obviously forests or big trees are blocking the sun, if that's the case, if there's any way you can prune away any branches, me being in tree industry back in the day like go up there with a pulse law pulse off you can reach anything and free up the light around it that would be cool don't know if it's an option i don't think that's very cool man to go up and start cutting trees just so your weed plant can grow he's in a forest or whatever probably doing some beneficial pruning anyway deadwood it out a little killing the tree you fixing mother nature man uh anyway (laughs) then uh other than that, you just got to go for it. I think the speckled light throughout the day, obviously your yield will be a little low, but I don't think you're going to come and have two plants that aren't worth it, that aren't going to be like, oh, well, I wish I didn't just leave these here out, all, you know. Right. But, so that's that's really If the anything, only... the, the low amount of light would give you a, a smaller bud. You get a diesel like... generator up there, though, and run a thowie on it. Jesus, man, you're all right. You're very eco-dude <laughs> today, aren't you? 
here. Ex- Experimental Greenhouse had some cool comments on here too. What you got? Um, he's saying, from what I've seen, it's it is strain dependent on what the plant Smoke, will do. Hit it. Dappled shade can cause a plant to start flower even in deep summer. Gorilla growers use this trick to flower early sometimes. If you have the plant in twenty four zero or eighteen six, then it's also possible that it'll just revert back and flower right away. Especially if you plant it and then there's a couple of cloudy or stormy days. All right, mind blown, man. It's always flowering in, in Kauai, I learned. It's always flowering. What do you mean? It's always 12-12? Yeah, like comes up around. It's right at the equ- equator. And that's always 12-12 at the yeah. equator? So, like, if you want to uh, get your plants, you know, if you're outdoors, you got to run a little supplemental lighting when, you know, just like a little, whatever, 25-watt oh, bulb or some shit. That's cool, man. Do you like it? It's always 12-12. That would work well for production, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that just sounds like a great yeah. shirt. What, what, you don't it, even need all- light depth. Actually, like, <laughs> you need lights in your greenhouse to get yeah. it more. It's yeah. always flowering in Maui. Forever I like that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it on up to. I'll we'll take a break from Grow Talk and do Dank Nug, man. Dank Nug, you got it, man. Dank Nugs over on DudeGrows.com. Get your pictures of your Dank Nugs up, and then we will. Fe- well, you get Nugs for doing that anyway. Featured on the show, get a thousand. Nugs to use over on their site. Just click on DGC Shop. You can apply those nugs to your purchases and whatnot. You know how it rolls. Yes, sir. So we got uh, fasciated. Fasciated. I was going to go with fasciated. (laughs) (laughs) Teeth are outside the bones. Fasciated cola sour. Dude, I was laying in bed this morning, and the first thing when I woke up this morning I thought was, yeah, these really are outside bones, aren't they, man? (laughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) Because I'm finishing up my second <laughs> indoor grow. I've already harvested cheese, but Kush and OG Kush CBD grew four strains under LED in a three, about a 3 by 310 It was tight. I think I, next grow, I only do two plants in such a small area. I ran into problems with three girls, nutrient lockout from low pH. Mm. I'm using Nectar for the Gods line. I've heard, I think we got another grow talk question on that. Um, the Sour Diesel has three colas. That are fasciated. What is fasciated again? I don't know, man. That's why I keep Guru around, man. Yeah. Fasciated, man. Let's I'm see. not 100 percent sure. I, I got right. it, man. I the got branch it. is flat and ribbon. Show, showing abnormal fusion of parts or organs, okay, uh, re- <laughs> resulting in a flattened ribbon-like structure. Yeah, fasciated. Okay, so I see what he's talking about. Look at the head of that. That like, looks like almost a double cola. And that thing's pretty deformed there. Genetic mutation. Because she's ripening up, and I'm thinking another two weeks until harvest, which will be 11 weeks of flowering. Awesome. Only problem is I started to flush two weeks ago. At this point, I'm not sure if I should go ahead and feed at quarter strength or so. Now I need to smoke. Beautiful bud, man. Um, let me see here. It is weird, man. You've got some dark greens in there and a little bit of yellow from the flushing. Um, so this is kind of like a dank nug slash give our opinion on the grow talk. So, ooh, yeah. that last picture, I like that picture vertically over it. I just don't see the, the crystals coming out, though, man. For as old as it is, it seems like it's still holding a bunch of nitrogen in there. Look how deep green some of the plant is. Yeah, I do see that, man. I would keep on um, with your flush. I wouldn't go back to quarter strength nutrient and just, uh, yeah, keep, keep watering this thing with plain water. If you want to do, if you have it on hand... One thing wouldn't be maybe horrible would be an enzyme hit, just some water and enzyme. See, but this is nectar for the gods, so it's a lot of organic components in that aren't going to leach out. And it's a lot of calcium-based organic components. Right. Pretty much, I'm pretty sure that entire line is just calcium-based. Interesting. And, and I, know, I, I don't understand nectar for the gods line at all. 
you know, so I it's hard for me to help anybody with it. I've never it's just run so it, different than anything from, I've ever from used. what I've heard, it's pretty finicky. I have heard that extremely, as well. Actually, extremely finicky. I've heard finicky. it's fairly expensive as well. Well, I would get your dank nugs over on dudegrows.com. I appreciate that. As well as, like I said, just run. So you don't, real quick, agree, maybe an enzyme. I know enzymes break down organic matter that's in your soil, your rhizosphere. But then again, I also, it's like if you have a problem. Something's got to eat it. Is there bacteria in there to eat it? Yeah, good point. You know? Yeah. Maybe a re- yeah, if you got some on hand, a one recharge hit wouldn't be bad either to get everything going. But regardless, you, I would use this as a learning experience. Kind of scratching I, our I heads on it. Definitely, if you're going to stick with nectar, I would be hanging out on those forums and showing them this stuff and trying to get Scott involved. Yeah, give them and, a call as well. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty mean, good with their service. All yeah. right, man. We got to move on. We're going to move on. Use your dank nugs to pick up, which I need to get one of these from you guys. We still have the DGC Cup one hitters. Over yeah. in the vault, right? We yep. have a bunch of okay. See him every day, man. I left my one hitter in uh it was my go around Kauai piece and I left it there. Nice. So I left it with a homie. I was like, There you go. Nice. All right. You know what we have to bust out one day? Do you remember Paul from Murray Glassworks? I do, man. Made us those nectar collectors. If you are listening, yeah, I gotta get him. He sent me a text the other day, I had an idea for his bong that we never do anything with exactly. It's like the phantom I'm giveaway. about to smoke out of that thing. No, man. Scotty, don't. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what's up? What's up, Paul? We'll be in touch. Sounds good, man. Sounds real good. All right, we can kick it on to another couple yeah. of Grow Talk questions again, man. What's can I say what's up to New England Hydroponics in Farmington, oh, yes, Massachusetts? Sir. Thank you for recharging it up, amigos. Appreciate you. What was the name of it again? Farmington. Farmington Hydroponics? Uh, uh, no, New England Hydroponics. New England Farmington, Hydroponics. Mass. Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Massachusetts is blowing up. I don't know if you know, but it is. Yeah, you guys go up in those stores as well. Anytime um, we've never done any, or all just, what I don't know if you call it, gorilla, gorilla word know, of marketing. Mouth, word of mouth for the show. Um, it's always, If you're up in your hydro store getting recharged because of the show or whatever, just say, hey, man, you guys should check out the Dude Grow Show, Wake Bake America, man, see what's up. It'd be a great way to spread the word. We do need to get some stickers and start slapping them on some cars. A sticker campaign. <laughs> Look at Mammoth P with their hat campaign. That's just all over Colorado. Right, right. Anyway, I'm going back to the grow talk. So we got... see one on a cop car, damn it. Number four here. Yes, sir. Sugar leaves. They Low sound soil. delicious. Low soil. I'm looking into, uh, we'll talk about it later. Yes, sir. <laughs> I started to get ahead of myself. It's like, dude, I need to keep on format. All right. Dying sugar leaves, low soil pH. Mm. Oh, teeth are outside the bones, hitting it up again. Thank you, yeah. sir. I've had this problem with three plants over the last three weeks. I'm See, this ties into his uh, dank nugs. I'm using nectar for the gods. I'm in day 61 of flower, switching since 1212. Day 61 of flower. I joined the nectar facebook group as right. you suggested scotty to get help with things we've only gotten worse i originally noticed problems around the time i stopped using recharge i'm guessing i may have had a ph had ph problems the whole time but recharge kicked its ass possible uh anyways last week i did a slurry test a slurry test guys is like when you get a little runoff pretty much is, are you taking some of your actual soil and slurrying it I think yeah you get the runoff yeah. Uh, no, you take a little. Sometimes, if you can't take the runoff, you just take a little bit of the soil and you mix it in with a little bit of water. You make a slurry out I mean, of that. How do you do that with a plant that's sixty days in the flowering? I'm usually like completely root bound. If I'm getting a little bit of soil off the top, I don't think that's giving me a good representation for a slurry. But no, not off the top. I wouldn't think. No. I always try to get runoff. But regardless, he's trying to get a you know idea of his pH. His slurry test came out to six and ppm, three ninety seven. That doesn't sound bad at all to me. 
Well, well the, the, it's the parts, organic stuff, yeah, though, so it's not going to Parts per million register. with uh, nectar, nectar isn't going to register, isn't gonna register for the most part. As instructed, I watered Herculean harvest and Aphrodite's extraction at 6.85 pH. Man, he's going to the 6.85, sir. To bring the soil pH up, things have only taken a turn for the worse since this happened. I've checked for bud rot, and everything looks great. Just dying sugar leaves. So I'm looking at pictures, guys. First picture, Scotty's some big flowers. Um, I see leaves dying out the side of them. I didn't know. I don't think he put in his description how many days you have to flower. This plant simply might just be saying, hey, man, I'm getting close to my life cycle. Right. You know? I just wonder. I look. I, I mean, out. there's problems beyond that, but... I Just mean, listen to all these products. I ran out of Herculean Harvest right around the time I switched to flower. The only thing I needed to buy was the Olympus Up and Bloom Chaos. Uh, but those were, they were both small bottles I got with samples, and the rest were quartz. Also by Aphrodite's Extraction, because that was in the, the only other one I felt was necessary. It's a lot of products, man, that I have no idea what they do. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. The... Uh... And I agree with that. You mentioned their pH up. It's pretty. I use that product. But the rest of me, I don't know a lot about. I did just want to mention though. He's when he's saying he's worried about dying leaves, and ch- I mean at day sixty one. But those are di- those things are rotting, and that's not just a, a leaf that's starting to slowly. Um, yeah, if that goes any longer, he has to start worrying about bud rot and stuff because yeah. there's decomposing plant matter like on the what, insides the of buds. Yeah, look at those leaves, man. The, leave, the leaves are going to die and recede into the bud, and then they'll. I don't know. Those, spots for that bud rot, that rot never gets to my buds because there's that the the shield layer of turbo resin that it can't get through. You're amazing. <laughs> the trichome forest will not let it in. Yes, yes, you are amazing. But these are what my flowers sometimes look like with a flush when I'm getting to the end of flowering. I will have dead leaves like that. I do pluck them out as I see them. Not all of them, but yeah. But the resin didn't develop here the way it should have. I heard. How, how many? We, you know, these things should be much more resinous for if they were. You know, under ideal circumstances, I would say. Well, I mean, it's just strain-dependent teeth are outside the bones. Kill them all. <laughs> no. You just got to learn from it. If you want to come, you know, a lot of times when you do something like a nectar, like this nectar line, which is an organic line, um, it's different. And you're going to have to hang out and have some trial and error. For sure. I agree with that. I mean, if you know, especially the strain has succeeded with you before and you know you know you can grow it, that's one thing. You have when you start with a new strain and a new net, there's so many variables there as well. But with all the good lines out there, either be the person that's like, I want to take this challenge and figure this out, or switch it up. There's so many There's so many good product lines sure. out there. Sure. And I'm not saying Nectar isn't. I know plenty of people grow the dank with it. All right. We got uh, Caveman, a grower. All right. That's probably applicable. Captain Caveman. I hope he's growing in one of those cool caves, you know? That story made the news so heavy. Search cave grow marijuana, bro. The one in Arkansas where they had like... It was so weird to have it. like 15, 20 years ago, that thing got It was a while ago, and yeah. all the lights were like, like T8s L- yeah, or they're, T12s. They're, like, how is that even? And then the plants didn't even look like they would yield anything. Like, just anyway. It was a mess. I'll go flower with my Home Depot T12s. I was a construction guy that decided to grow weed. Hey, I have looked all over the web for the right answer. Maybe you haven't looked deep enough. You can always <laughs> find the right answer on the web. But everywhere has different info, and I can't get a straight answer. I love right. it. What should my pH? What should my water pH be when growing in Pro Mix? Okay, it's only one answer, Scotty. And it's yes. got to be the right one. Five point eight six five three two. 
All right. Yes, I agree with that entirely. Look, you want different things, uh, different nutrients are absorbed at different pH ranges. Yeah, a pitcher, if you're using, like you're saying, Arc Screen Solutions, they don't care if you're watering in it like 3.6 or like 4.0 and shit. Right. And, right, and yeah, it worked great in their trials, and they're going to peak. But what you got to realize they, the reason they say, "Yo, go from like let it drift from five eight to six one or five eight to six two is because in at five eight certain things are absorbed at six zero certain certain things are absorbed better different different things at six two different things are absorbed. So it's a it's a variation. If you let it slide between those ranges, you get a, a more complete uptake, in my opinion. That is true. Guru, you got anything to say about this? No, you guys are spot on. Five, five, eight. Oh, in, oh man, give I it, gone give, to it a, give it a little range because there are certain things are up to uptake in it. We got a mammoth, P hat, mammoth P hat on too. I just yep. see. Yeah, I turned it around when you mentioned place. that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so that's what you let it drift a little bit. Microbes are able to absorb. Uh, nutrients uh, under a real wide range of pHs, it's much less um, sensitive. So if you use something like Recharge, you get a bunch of microbes in the soil. They're able to absorb the nutrient, and then they deliver. They they use uh, like signaling to deliver the nutrient when the plant needs it. I mean, it's literally right. Literally, you can look at it as the 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 rhizosphere. I love saying that word of the plant where all the roots are. Rhizosphere sound smart kind of extends it. out off the the roots, right? Like the, no, the rhizosphere is the I'm area. Talking about the mycelium. Go ahead. It, the area where the roots meet the soil, and that's where all the all the shit's going right down. There. They call it like the one twentieth of an inch. So it's literally just like I mean, it's I the guess port, I'm man. answering my own question. Mammoth pita is in it. You can put microbes in there that talk with the plant. The sure. plant's like, okay, look. Man, I am in week six and a half of flower. I got to get this a little more dank in this part, and then they like the plant sends down a sugar. It's it's symbiosis. The plant goes, "Yo, man, I can photosynthesize." That's why I'm so tripping on the sugar. The plant makes sugar through sugar is a carbohydrate, right? It takes yeah. carbon, carbon dioxide from the air, hydrate, hydrogen from the H two O in the water. It bakes it in the leaf. It makes this sugar. Then it sends it down. It sends the, 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 we used to think that roots were straws. It's two ways, man. The roots are actually sending sugars down to attract the bacteria and say, bacteria, we know you eat sugar, so we'll trade you the sugar for whatever nutrient you got. Yeah, I dig that. I dig the way nature works, and that's awesome how it can be specific with just making up for what we can't do or it what don't, we can't. Well, me and Kingston were talking about it, man. Kingston, we both have had bouts, really bad infections, internal infections, and gotten antibiotics. And when you get an antibiotic that clears out the inside of your body, you can't eat. I mean, yeah. for six months, I'm sitting there trying to eat like a spoonful of food at a time and stuff. You can't eat because your body, your body can't pull the nutrition out of the food because Wait, when you got sick from swimming in the ditch in the keys or something oh yeah <laughs> i'd go jet skiing in my backyard and you the, get something in for the a keys bit? and then i remember the guy just told me goes these septic tanks have never been replaced man don't don't go swimming in this canal <laughs> yeah it was no good but um yeah the point is man if you yeah if you don't have a, a bacteria to break down nutrition uh it doesn't get absorbed yeah it's a big deal Big deal. Yeah, it's a big, big deal. And that's how plants do the same thing. So plants send a sugar down to attract the bacteria. If there's no bacteria, the plant's not going to bother sending the sugar. It changes the way that plant works entirely. And, yes, if you are working with a, um, a specific... Oh, I'm just tripping really quick, man. Maybe that's why organic shit kind of tastes different because it's sending down sugars. It's sending down those exudates. Sugar's got to taste different when you harvest it, right? Yeah. 
I right. believe it would affect flavor for sure. Well, I'm thinking here, man. I'm thinking. The uh, <laughs> caveman grower, hopefully that, that helped you out. And if you are one of those people, which I am to a degree, depending on what I'm doing, that has a specific nutrient line, try to use their recommended media and pH because um, that's where you're going to have the most success, even though using microbes will help the range. Yeah, and, right. and get creative. They should have a good customer service department. There's guys like Jake that'll go on and you got to say Jamaican tomatoes when you talk to them. But, you know, you just dance the dance a little bit. He gets it. And most of these companies should have a badass grower to help you. At this day and age, I would prefer to be, yeah, working with people like, like you said, if you're coming into this industry, just like, you know, New Millennium, hanging with Jaron. It's yep. like... Those are the kind of companies that I want to be. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think like I'm th- an example. I don't hate them, but if I was using age old organics, I could like call them up and be like, "Yo, man, I'm trying to get the dank in weeks." Like maybe, yeah, maybe but, like, well, you should probably not use eight dollar nutrient then. Anyway, <laughs> let's say one more before we go into a little bit of Instagram fun. Oh wow! Well, you, you know what? We're gonna go one more than ever. We don't have any breaks, man. We got all these awesome. Parodies, if you will. We don't play them enough. Deal. You got it, brother. Nirvana's coming out today. We were jamming a little Nirvana today, man. That was fun. Hey, it's the final push for flavor by Black Cat. All right, Black Cat. Those are used to be some of the best guaranteed bottle rockets for Bottle Rocket Wars. Yeah. I would spend extra. Oh, they make really good firecrackers, too. Yeah. My, like uh, the 500 rolls and shit. My old man, I remember he'd just like take the light the pack and throw them at us, and it was, we'd pretend you know, we're in the Army or something, man, we'll dive in, and it seems like kind of crazy now, Dude, doesn't uh, it? This year, I haven't done it in a few years. I might have to, or my, my brother... Uh, Jude <laughs> might have to go up to Wyoming to make the proper purchases. Yeah. Because, you know. You oh, can... that's where you got to go out here? Up in Wyoming. <laughs> okay. But you got to be careful, man. Sometimes they'll okay. have a couple highway patrol cars sitting up there because there's one exit right over the border right. where there's a couple badass fireworks stores. And, like, literally, I think if they see the car go off one ramp, come on the other. And then they'll just take all your shit. Take a little road trip up into all- Wyoming, hit it on the way in. And, and they're just like, hey, they pull you over. They're just waving you in. They're like, what, what you got? <laughs> weed yeah, like weed or go, fireworks? <laughs> fireworks this side, weed that side, sir. Lunch in Cheyenne or something. I don't know. But make try and be smooth with it. Nothing is worse. Hasn't happened to me. But I can say you throw down. You can easily get $1,000 worth of fireworks. You're like, you know, your one buddy would buy like $10,000 worth of fireworks in Florida for the 4th. Um, but anyway. Yeah, but he was crazy. And, take, and then you get all your shit taken. It's just horrible. You want to be like, can I just light one off right here? We used to get the mortar mortar shells and not use the tube and just light it and throw it. And Dude, <laughs> the best gun I ever had, and we'll get back on point, was the, uh, because we'd have major wars, we'd just go out and blow shit up in the Midwest. So I had like the top of my gun, could uh, do uh, ro- do Roman candles like slots on either side. And then, of course, like a bottle rocket launcher for, you know, small attacks. But then the right. bottom had the tube. Like we'd <laughs> put the artillery shells in the tube and literally you just launch, hand, hand launch those bitches. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> dude's like, can you believe they let me buy this, man? Oh. <laughs> well, that's all homemade. Roman man. candle wars are the best. You feel like Harry Potter, like fucking. <laughs> I would this day and age insist on safety glasses, but everything else is fair game. Hey, did you ever see those uh, fireworks explode, man? They're pretty big. <laughs> All right, back, back on Grow Talk. Grow Talk. Thumb last year. Yeah, man. It's Black cool. Hat. I forgot how we got on this, but Black Hat. Hey, fellas, I got a couple of autos that are 20 days away from harvest. They are both in Fox Farm soil, and I'm feeding them Big Balloon and Molasses. At this point, what else can I add to boost flavor? Okay. Not to, not to be on the bandwagon, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, but I am on the bandwagon. Add some recharge to that shit. One, you won't need to have molasses. 
Two, it's going to help bring the dank. Three, what else? He's been feeding Big Bloom. We always say maybe some fish, but you got to be careful with your nitrogen and fish. He's got, what, 20 fish. days left? 20 right. days left. There's a lot of nitrogen in Hit it with the winter frost. You can find not till your last, not till you go to flush. No, but that's what I'm saying. He has enough time to get winter, flo- winter frost and add that for some quality. Hey, Definitely. Hey, look, Professor jumped in, man. Professor smart as hell, by the way. Was he going to throw the bat at him? Listen to what he says, man. 20 days is plenty of time for winter frost. The secret sauce recipe has you use it the week before flush, along with the ruby fulvic acid. Which is their fulvic. It's like a bunch of different kinds in there. Yeah, check this out, man. This is interesting. So there's some really good stuff over here, man. Um, I would also recommend... (laughs) It says to look at Jester. (laughs) I love Jester. The molasses is going to add caramel in the bowl if you add any more. (laughs) (laughs) And Jester knows his shit, man. He's he's a badass organic grower. That's a guy I'm going to learn from, man. He says, I'd go with an enzyme. Um, and he goes, since you like Fox Farm, the one product of theirs is Sledgehammer. But um, I also, 20 days left, there is low. I found the, and I mean, we're just firing off products here, but the product Surge from Aurora Innovations, I think it's a pretty low. It might even be below two. I'm fine with a one hit on that. That little, little nitrogen, if you want to put some fish up in there. Um, is not going to hurt it, and uh, no, that's a lot of nitrogen in fish, bro. Five one one. No, this one's two. It's like a two. Oh, okay. It's a two or less. Okay. I'm fine with that. I wouldn't go necessarily with the five. I'd cut that out a little that's, bit earlier. That's too much nitrogen there. Yeah. Um, or you could do if it is like even though this question's dated a little back, you could do a liquid. I'm comfortable with a oh budswell. Budswell would be a good hit. Let's, right. I'll give it up to them, which is a liquid guano. Um, but I'd be weary of top dressing dry guano powders with 20 days left. They seem to linger. Yeah, make sure you flush. Here's Sherlock saying, make sure you flush correctly. Uh, it's about all you can do with 20 days left. Yes, sir. Yeah, a little, little Ruby Frost. Maybe do that new mill trick. But All right, let's take a break, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody go over to DudeGrows.com. Don't forget uh, a couple of ways. If you want to help out the show, you can always become a member over on DudeGrows.com as well as... Uh, yeah, man, if you're listening on iTunes, leave a review. Anywhere you're listening, leave a review. Word of mouth, tell your friends, hit it up. I was listening to NPR, did this, did their drive, and I almost signed up, and I didn't because it was like they were giving away a 10-day trip to Australia. I'm like, badass, dude, and you only had to, any amount. You got to call and give them $10. So, and I, I'm confused. NPR radio, National Public Radio, they're giving. You give any amount and you get a 10-day trip to Australia? You, 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 that sounds you, nice. You, you're entered to win. Oh. You're entered to win. Um, I've already hooked up. Man, I'm a positive person, and I never feel like I'm going to win that shit. Well, it's also what goes around, comes around. I was like, well, I felt bad I didn't give to them, but I gave to Radio Lab, which is one of their shows specifically. But regardless, we should come up with a DGC trip, man. Enter to win. Anyway, (laughs) don't know what it would be. Guys, we'll be right back. Check it all out at dudegrows.com. I'll stop my rambling for a minute. Yes. And uh, more Grow Talk. All right. Don't know what that means 
Some Rose Love. Rose I feel like we gotta get Chef. Love. Where's Isaac Hayes when you need him? Who did Chef's voice on South Park? Isaac Hayes. Was it Isaac Hayes? I think he's dead, actually. <laughs> huh. I just start laughing. It's, things come to my head when I say uh, South Park, which reminds me F is for Family. Shout out, Bill Burr is back on Netflix. Season two. Is it good? I know Dude. someone that used to play guitar for Isaac Hayes. If anybody hasn't gotten stoned and watched F is for Family on Netflix, season one, which is where you should start. It's fucking great especially you would love it from the era you're from let me ask you a question, animated man. show about a family in the 70s with a hard-ass dad that'll tell his kids if anything happens to your sister i'll put you through the fucking wall anyway, right sounds like ahead. the 70s <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that 70s show what were you gonna say something i don't remember good grow talk or no not grow talk crow's love potent ponics what's up how to make rosin from bubble hash yeah 73 and 25 micron bubble hash in a 36 micron bag at 220 Fahrenheit for three hours and 30 minutes. 20 dash, make sure you're getting all this, to 105 PSI at 10 PSI intervals. The best tasting and smoothest dabs we've ever had. And luckily, there's a video link here, hopefully explaining all this. You can so not judge. What, what this should teach you is not to judge a book by its cover. Because if you've seen Homie, he looks like he just came out of the Bob Marley show, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he's busting all this science, man, where it's like, you got to watch out, man. Have you watched this video yet? Let's check it out. Let's see. Check it out, man. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Steve here at Potent Ponics. If you like this content, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Today, we're going to make some bubble hash into some rosin. Some super, super, super sticky, really potent rosin. Here's some bubble hash and our... Uh, in our bag here and uh, you can see all that um, and then here we go I'm gonna take this here we already pre-pressed it and everything this one's set it's in here we've already tipped the edges on the paper make sure we don't get any leakage out the sides you'll see why in a second now we're going to start this off at around 15 PSI, 25 P 20 PSI, something like that. This should be the most rosin you've ever seen. We're going to bump the, the we're going to let this melt for a second. And then every 15 seconds or so, we're going to bump the PSA on this. Okay. 
gonna blow out. Smells super good. Oh yeah. There we go. There's that rosin. Beautiful. It's pouring out of there. There we go. Look at all that awesome rosin. This is a um, 73 and 25 micron uh, bubble hash. Just up in the PSI five to ten at a time. Look at all that rosin. Dripping out of there. You have at least as much, if not more, coming out the back as well. You'll see when this plate comes up, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Look at that, it's grams and grams on the front of there. And this stuff comes out way more potent than the, the stuff we make from flour or trim. Much, much more potent. We do this all super cold. Freeze the trim and bud beforehand and get a nice, good, uh, good bubble off of it. Pressure this all the way up here. I'm hoping it's gonna blow out. Slightly darker than I was hoping, but it looks really good. Nothing for you to blow out. Ramp that up nice and slow. Yep, that looks good. Look at all that. Here we go. Look at all that rosin. Oh god, that's great. <laughs> that's how you make really nice, super high quality bubble hash rosin. Thanks for watching guys. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and uh, check out the podcast. Thanks for watching. Dude, he's using the peer pressure, man. That's Making nice. some uh, just golden looking good stuff, guys. Check out the video. Over on DudeGrows.com, um, I'm sure if you just search uh, "make rosin bubble" and you'll you'll find it. It's was posted pretty recently too, but man, that yeah, what's up with the uh... dude? I've been talking to Peer Pressure. Peer Pressure has been very cool to us. They gave us that tour. They showed us their machine. Oh and... yeah, we pressed out some of that uh, dry ice. <clears throat> yeah, so I've been talking to these guys. I've been like, yo, 
I don't know, but I would get your machine out in front of the DGC. I think there's a whole bunch of people to use it. Um, they're coming out with this one's like a six thousand dollar machine yeah, right this here. Yeah, it's like a size. commercial, you know, dispensary. But they're about grow machine. From what they told me, I mean, I know I don't hold my breath for people saying they're coming out with shit, but supposedly they're coming out with a, a homeowner unit. You know, a couple thousand dollar real high quality homeowner unit. Don't call it homeowner. Anything called homeowner, I start to just in my brain, I'm like, I don't want that. You know, I want the homeowner chainsaw. So I want the if, Arborist Tree Pro mofo. So if know. the professional unit is six grand, what do you and and can squeeze a couple ounces, and the what do you call the smaller one that can squeeze half an ounce, hmm. and is three grand? I don't know. And is meant for people's homes. <laughs> you could use it in the home. You could use Look, the other one as well. I get you. I get you. I, I would like to uh, to get these guys' attention. DGC, would you give us a hand? I would like to be pressing uh, on a pure pressure uh, press. So they are go pure pressure. That's who they are on uh on, you on say Instagram. At. I guess you do at go pure pressure. Go represent the DGC and let them know that uh, uh, that you want to see their press on our show, man. Because I want to be squeezing right here, man. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, it'd be cool. Let anybody man. Colorado DGC hook up and use it. Yeah, definitely. I had somebody show up uh, a couple of days ago with a nice variety of weight and was like, yo, man, it'd be really cool to press this shit. You know anybody? And I really but didn't. You do the, the thing I learned with it, though, that we, at least we were told, I'm not sure, is mostly you want to be pressing a concentrate or a si- or your dry sift or something like that. That's what he's talking about, yeah. That's what's Wait, close. Uh, that's, that's for return on investment on yields for a dispensary. If you're going for, like, head stash, I like I like the fresh flower press more more so than the Keef press. I think there's more, like... Yeah, whole trichomes. Think about what you're doing. You're beating up the trichomes when you make it in the bubble. Yep. You know? You got to use the wooden spoon. (laughs) So, yeah, because, like, the pure pressure was specifically designed pretty much for, like, dry sift or uh, bubble hash or something. Right. To be pressed out of it. That's what it was meant to do, where other other presses are meant for flour. And I think it has to do with the, the pressure and the temperature you use. Interesting, interesting. I love the idea of making dry ice hash now. I mean, that's pretty easy to do. Shake, 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 and then, you know, throw that in the machine, see what happens. Well, we'll I still see. give flour my number one vote after experimenting, um, but we'll, we'll get into that in, in another time. I, wouldn't, I don't want to mess up all oh, the growth. Fresh pressed rosin is fucking delicious, man. And it don't give you a cough or anything. I mean, it's, if you don't abuse it anyhow, man, but going and taking a couple dabs really is clean, man. You're missing out on some things, though, but we'll talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. You got a couple here. People have been hitting up Instagram. Hashtag Dude Grow Show, I believe, is what's yep. grabbing attention. Yep. The Red Eye Jedi. What's he got? He's got his one man. He's got a, looks like a fairly fresh DGC 2017 one from yes. Mountain Side. And he just said, had a rough day. Life takes some unexpected turns sometimes, but came home, and my one-hitter came in. Didn't get to go this year, but I had to get me. You had to get me some. So that awesome, man. Awesome. We, I think that was earlier in the show we mentioned. Those ones are still available over on DudeGrows.com through DGC Shop. Check it out. Um, hey, glad we could turn that front upside down, homie. This? Check out Terp the next t- one. Terp Tiggler? Terp Tiggler. <laughs> like Dirk Tiggler, you know? Uh, you never seen that. you never seen that movie, I right? I think I've seen it. You mentioned in the bed. Oh, Who was in it? Uh, it's Marky Mark. What's the movie called? Funky Boogie Nights. So he plays a porn star? He plays a porn star, it's man. It's a pretty good in movie. In the 70s. It's pretty funny, man. I don't know. I've seen it 15 years ago. Right on. It was funny. The Dark <laughs> Diggler Dog. He's got a just triked out, man. Trikes on trikes, yo. Yeah. Uh, nug. 
Kind of looks like that uh, nug in the bag there I gave you, Scotty. The Harlequin. Uh, yeah, trikes it does look trikes. like that, man. Uh, if you dip that in sugar, it would look like awesome that. Awesome nug here. Now, I, as I'm starting to uh, understand Instagram, I don't see anything here but a bunch of hashtags and then the cannabis.institute. <clears throat> what do all these hashtags even mean? If you put yeah, hashtag just, bud. It's a filter, man. The hashtags are a way to filter stuff. So if you go, let me see everybody that used the hashtag kush. You'll see all. Be careful with that Harlequin, man. You're gonna have trikes falling off all over the place. You gotta hold paper under it. <laughs> smells great, man. It smells absolutely great. I but told I'll... Scotty to smoke the shit out of that in the morning when his system's <laughs> clean because it doesn't get you very high at all in the way that you're familiar with, at least. All right, I'm clicking on a hashtag. I want to see what it does, man. So I clicked on "dude grows show hashtag," and look at all that good shit there, man. Word. Everybody, wow, nice. Thank you guys, it's working. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. There's some really good information here. All right, man. Can we get back to the grow talk? Now we can, sir. All right. We are... Where are we at? Hey, I want to tell you one thing. I'm trying to get some guests. Hey, Malik Spider, thank you so much. We've got a special guest hopefully coming this week, somebody really cool. And just if you see anybody on social media that you think would make a good guest, just use the hashtag DGC guest, and uh, we monitor it. You know, If it's somebody interesting, we'll reach out to them, hopefully get them on the show. Word. Be learning something, brother. This is the what is the best method of adding CO two posted by frozen lava? How big your room? It's kind of like hot ice, man. Yeah, hot lava. Hey, dude, and Scotty, love the show. Thank you, sir. I started my first grow in December, and I started listening at the same time. It's good timing. Up to episode one thirty now, and trying to fit in a new show here and there. Just Look, got my what's hang up? on. Work backwards, man. We've become a shitload better growers since <laughs> one thirty. You know, since episode one thirty, been running pretty much pro the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a ton, man. I'm, I've definitely uh, evolved. So, I would start from the beginning and then maybe hit a, a show. You know, maybe work backwards some of the shows. There you go. There you go. So uh, he goes. Uh, just got my first pound of recharge. I'm in Canada and didn't find out until around episode eighty or ninety how to get it. Could you see? Get it? You see? Could you get it into Amazon.ca or the Canadian Amazon, I guess, or would that require Canadian certifications? Anyway, yeah, it does, unfortunately. It was kind of pricey, but still cheaper than paying for a liter of voodoo juice. <laughs> I cannot believe they call a product voodoo juice. And my ghost. <laughs> no. What do, why don't you tell me about that product? Never seen it. I don't know. That's like some snake some, oil voodoo juice shit. Yeah, you should try the snake oil voodoo juice shit, though, man. It's good, man. It's good. I want to up my game and add CO2 to my grow, but I'm pretty sure using CO2 tanks are out of my budget, and a propane burner is the way to go for me. CO2 setup is $400 plus, and refills for 20-pound tanks are a hundred... What? A hundred bucks locally. What? I'm I had to give it a really high-pitched what? Say what? We pay six ninety five. Yeah, seven bucks. That don't make a lot of sense. Wait, and then he goes in twenty pounds propane. Okay, and then he's talking propane or twelve dollars if he's going to use a burner. I was thinking of getting the small propane on demand water heater as my poor man's water cooled burner and recirculating a barrel of water through it to turn it on and off. So that, that definitely works. Is it just as? Uh, it's, it's like looks exact. Remember, I bought a water cooled CO two generator. Yeah, that Brian, the, 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 they make the ice the ice boxes for the air cooled hoods and different shit. No, this the, is a little bit different. This is a water cooled CO two generator, so it's got a uh, some. It's just basically a uh, hot water heater. Yeah, I've got a couple of pilot lights that 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 uh, burn propane, and then it just has a kind of a water reservoir. That, or I shouldn't say reservoir, a kind of radiator hose that goes through it and cools it. Don't you need a hot, like, tankless hot water heater to achieve this setup? 
That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're talking, talking about we're a talking tank about hot the water tank. How much is the cheapest one? I know they recommend probably bucks, yeah, some for one. like dorm, like mini ones that are smaller than like a whole house one. I know my whole house one's like seven hundred bucks or some shit for like a really nice, and it's big. Here we go. Like they're, no, they're a couple hundred bucks. I mean, here's yeah. I see them for. Okay, here's the exact one I got: four point three gallon per minute liquid propane gas digital panel tankless water heater, three hundred nineteen dollars from the Home Depot online anyhow and this is what mine looked like i mean i see if tanks aren't an option why you might go that way but otherwise i would just buy you know a tank co2 controller hundred dollars hundred dollars for a 20 pound tank is fucking ridiculous. yeah this ain't a bad idea you don't need you can just go buy a regular co2 generator but these tankless hot water heaters are cool and i'm pretty sure if you uh find them on like ebay and stuff like that you can get them really inexpensive well he's got a small room anyway he says so it's a three and a half by a three and a half with a low headroom. So we're not even at a four by four tent here. Um, two plants. He's running some uh, Cobb LED bars. Um, I manage heat and humidity by exhausting the room into the basement with a four inch fan pulling through a carbon filter. So he's exhausting his grow area already, you know. Mm. Um, he's trying to avoid building another room or wall because he's thinking about moving. So he's not sure what he's going to do. You don't want to exhaust the CO2, though. Man, and he, I think he threw a couple. Uh, to go, to go sealed room, he's going to have to change a lot of stuff with his grow to be, yeah, able, to, to be able to add CO2 and actually see the benefit from right. it. Right. Talks about running CO2 with the lights off, not worth <laughs> it. Tomatoes are open, breathing during the day. You know, you, you don't run it at night at right, all. Right, right. Um, in this situation, I mean, I'm looking at a picture of your plants, just this quick picture. They don't look unhappy. Have you harvested fully and been happy with what you're getting? Plenty of people run an active exhaust and don't put any CO2 in at all as long as, you know, somewhere – when you blow air out of your tent, is it just pushing back into the basement and blowing air back into the tent? Is there any air exchange right. going on in the basement? Um, some basements have a pilot light for whatever appliance, and that definitely helps out. But uh, I wouldn't go through the trouble, man. If you're moving in a year and your plants are doing okay and you only have a three-and-a-half by three-and-a-half tent, um, you could try and run, if your humidity is good, some of those green pads for sure, the ones that hang up. Um, Anna, if you're exhausting, what? Well, don't waste your time, man. True. Yeah, good point. You I mean, know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't run shit. He's just a, a sealed room. You'd have to change it to a sealed room if you had a carbon filter. You'd just use it as a scrubber, and uh, as long as you're getting good airflow in the room, you're getting three. You know, you're, fresh you're, get, you're getting CO2. 400, 440 parts per million of CO two. So yeah, we can go into that real quick, man. Is that you know what happens is if you have a room and it goes stale. The CO2 gets exhausted in there, and there's no more fresh air to come in and replace it. You could leave your pets in the room the grow is pulling air from when you're gone for the day. <laughs> Go hang out in my grow room. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm having a party. but we As long as you're exhausting, you might day. as well just put fresh, pull fresh air through there. That's going to be your best bet. Well... Let's. Uh, I was just laughing because I kept thinking about the voodoo. Another another thing where you don't want the voodoo juice. I remember being in Greece at some bar and like it was one in the afternoon. My buddy were having lunch and it was in a party area. Um, and they had like the leftover shot special, something like oh, you know. God, and I man. presume it's like what's left over from the night before, some shit, a real cheap shot. Yeah, that's in a container. Like and it was like it was kind of like the consistency of Pepto Bismol actually. It's kinda oh, weird. and they called it the Voodoo Juice. They didn't call it that, but it reminded <laughs> me of that. You don't ever if, if there was oh. a drink menu and one of them was called Voodoo Juice. I really hope uh. that's just not the mixed spillage. Oh, no, it wasn't that. The hey, there is no waste, place. man. There is no waste. All right, bonsai mom flowering the bonsai mom. Ooh, she sounds nice. By Doc Brown's Green Thumb. Oh, this guy's smart, man. Get ready. What's up, DGC? I have a six-inch tall bonsai mother. 
that I want the plants it's outside. <laughs> the stalk is hard and woody. Will the stalk grow and expand? Are there any disadvantages to growing this plant out? Would it be a better idea to plant a fresh clone? Thanks. I think if you transplant that bonsai mom, it'll, it'll grow. grow out. Yeah, it'll grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably have a good little root zone there, and it'll start to take off. And so. yeah, as as long as the mom is still pretty growing pretty vigorously, it shouldn't matter at all. Yeah, it'll grow. But I mean, like if, if it's stunted and not growing vigorously at all, it would be better to just go with a clone. Not a bat mom, but... Again, experimental greenhouse. Chiming in a bunch. Appreciate it, dude. Appreciate yeah. it. So this is my experience, opinion that mothers or any plant that has been pruned heavily heavily is a great plant to flower. plant has the root system of a much bigger plant due to it being chopped so many times. I've seen these plants flower fast and large due to the huge root system. Hit it yeah. up. Yeah. Word. All right. All right. I was going to give a shout out to Way to Grow, man. We're in Way to Grow, or we'll say... Dude Grows Studios at Way to Grow. At the Way to Grow Compound. <laughs> compound. <laughs> you know what, though? Awesome sale right now called the Super Hot Sale. Um, it's not super hot yet in Colorado, but I always do remember when uh, you get the, like, the heat, I could predict it. Like the growers that weren't ready when I worked retail. Right. Like, dude, it's going to be like 100 and over 100 in the peak part of the day is for the next week and a half. Be ready to, I mean, if we could, we'd, also, we'd usually try and stock up on fans and shit before that, but you get the growers coming in that... And all the portable ACs are rented from, like, the party sure, event centers. Sure. Like, dude, what happened? I need, just need one for my wedding. No, nope, growers got them all, dude. Too bad. Um, but, yeah, be prepared. Think ahead for when it is hot. Just because your grow's running good now doesn't mean when it's super hot it's going to run awesome. Um, so, And it's June 1st to the 30th. I'll get some more details for you guys on that next time. Um, we are at Way to Grow now, so go check it out. But I don't know, usually... Fans, ACs, all the ventilation shit is up like 30% off or more. So check it out at any of the seven stores. Yes, and, sir. And uh, even up in the mountains, the one that I never get up to in Silverthorn. Tell them dude sent you. Use a Dude Grows account. You can uh, hook up a little discount, help out the show. All right, pick out one last good one here, dude. One last good one. What do okay. you got? Let's see here. One last good one. Maybe caterpillars? Caterpillars. Or... Let's go controlling smell without a tent. You like that? Yeah. All right. Then why don't you do it, Guru? All right. Oh, hang on. This is a trip. Caterpillars is a trip by Zen Dog. It just goes, hey, guys, call me crazy, but these ca- I guess he's talking about the caterpillars. These guys have zero interest in the plants, meaning as cannabis plants. They are currently destroying everything around them, but not the cannabis. And they're just all over the bucket, and they're the five-gallon bucket. They're yeah. just destroying everything around it, but, there's, <laughs> but not. Oh, my God. That is so weird. Uh, it depends. You know, maybe they don't like the taste of his cannabis. Right. You know, there's plenty of things that uh, I've seen bugs go for and don't go for the other. Or he's growing a good plant and he's got it siliconed up, protected, happy nah, as hell. bullshit. They will eat the They'll hell out eat of that. They'll eat anything. Those uh, caterpillars are nasty, man. Not as bad as the grasshoppers. I think they probably turn into them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right. Good job. You did caterpillars. Yeah, there we go, man. <laughs> but get, get don't assume that they're not showing up. They're going to show up and eat your plants soon, man. So <laughs> do something. Put some kind of deterrent. Put some Vaseline around the around the edges, man. Skunk smell. Uh, hey guys, what's up? I'm a big fan of the show and, and recharge. Yes, I finally talked to my wife and let me grow medicine in our basement instead of out in the shed, which sucked. If you need a hand? <laughs> just have her call me, man. I got your back. I brother. thought everything was going good until about week six in flower. Sounds right. Then the smell started to become an issue. It started okay. to find its way upstairs. Sounds like everything's growing good. 
Yeah. Yes. Which is the wife is not happy about. Okay. Dude, I've been there many times. Got you. I Do you have up, enough money to send her on a vacation? I ended up using a four-inch inline duck fan and connected it to an old dryer duck that has no longer in service, and I'm exhausting it outside, which Switch seems over. to help. Uh-oh. But not 100% fixed. I'm only growing one plant right now, but I want to grow four after this harvest. My grow space is a separate room in the basement, which is 14 by 22 feet. Dang. Hold up. What's up? I think he's only using like a four by four of that. Yeah, sure. yeah. He said, I think, um, but I don't have room for a tent, just an air cooled light hanging from the ceiling. He's, he's using a thousand watt metal halide HPS light. Would it be possible to grow four plants and not have an odor issue based on my situation? Any suggestions would be appreciated. Uh, let me just do the math here. He's growing one now and has an odor issue. <laughs> the question is can I grow four without an odor issue? I, I'll take this one, guys. You're going to have an odor issue. Depending, obviously, there are variables, not strain-dependent, but variables in different strains with odor, but still you always should be prepared, uh, depending, especially if you're in Prohibition land. Um, if not, you could potentially get away. You need to seal up your area, man. Have Either a plant that or just, just sealing up the area is a commitment. you got to make a bunch of changes. A fake could wall, you, something to contain just one plant in a 14 by 22-foot area. That's, that's a hard. commitment, though, fake wall. You know, what if you just took a can fan with a filter on top and ducted it out. He's, yeah, he's already inch. ducked it out. He just got that. Up. But he's going to he's going to need a can fan to cover that entire 14 by 22 area. So he's going to need a big yeah, can no, fan. No, he, he needs to go get himself a grow tent if he's just growing in a 4 by 4 or something or, like that. Would it be that hard to just uh frame a wall and put up like the panda film? If you can back yourself in a You ever try to frame a wall with your wife yelling at you? If you back up yourself easy, up bro. into a corner, you could make two walls out of just riggedy. I'm not a carpenter. I wouldn't even go. I would go those two by twos. Like, Holy shit. Like two by twos. They're two by fours, brother. No, two by twos. Mm. And panda or two by ones. Two by, whoa, 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 whoa. Two, two by twos, panda, panda film, and a zipper door, and you're yep. good to go. Yep. Two by twos. You don't even actually need any framing, technically, if you know how to, like, crafty with tarps and shit and poly. I don't know. But anyway. Hey, I will see. You're right about that, man. If you get a good staple gun, yes. you can literally take a staple gun and take these really thin. They, now they've got these super... Uh, uh, thin pieces of wood, and you take the wood. You about what are they? Maybe it's two inches. It's like a by, tack strip, almost. Yes, it is a tack strip, is what it is. And you roll that in the uh, in the uh, black plastic, and it gives you something really solid to staple to. So yes, sir. Yeah, so that works too. So you don't but, rip your plastic. But you did say if he had, a, he only has his thousand. Well, let's say he gets a small, smaller can fan, a can thirty three. All right. Okay. So let's say he tries to keep his four inch inline that he has right now, mm-hmm. and he's just going to hook up. Because he's only scrubbing for one light, and if his if his can thirty three is sitting right over by the exhaust, you know, less duck, the more the more suck you're going to have through your filter. Um, that should be totally fine. All the air, if everything else is closed up in the basement, all the air is naturally going to go over there, right? And all the odor is naturally going to go over there, and then be exhausted. Um, so yeah, man, I think all he technically needs is just one decent can uh, filter. Yeah, and I would go filter, with a can yeah. thirty three on it. Yep. But if he goes to four plants, you might up to a 66, which is double 33 if you do the math. But then no, you're sure. going to need a even, different... Even those, that's still underpowered for a 14 by 22 room. I yeah, but he's not utilizing clean, that room. But it doesn't matter. You're moving that he, amount he, of air. Yeah, he, he has to move that much air. I'm telling at, you, at, at, the, at the end of the day, he has to move the full amount of air for that room. So he's going to need a bigger... Mm, especially especially off, if man. he wants to just seal it off and have it sit there and scrub, he's still going to need a bigger fan and bigger filter. No, I mean, if he's got, a, what, a 4x4 four four or a 6x6 six six area, well, yeah, he should yeah. be fine. So seal a little area, and yeah. then, then he'll be fine with that fan. Absolutely. But for the whole room, he needs... The whole, don't do it, the whole it, room, it would, it would be it'd way be overkill. Really yeah. All right, well, uh, 
I think we're getting ready to put it in the bag, man. We got a regular format if you want to call it that in our work talk tomorrow <laughs> manana next show whatever um get into what's growing on some more grow talk all that good stuff i think i'm just gonna go uh walk around way to grow here and say come on i want to lay to every female i see <laughs> check it see how it works deal man give it a shot i just want to say dude nice to have you back guru you did a yes, great sir, job sir. while we were gone a lot of people really appreciated the work man and I even get up and watch the video show every morning, man. So tight work, brother. I'm really, Thank really you. enjoying it. Yeah, apparently. I got a freaking text today about, dude, listen to right at this point. Your volcano bag is it's too crinkly. loud. It's crinkly. Okay. So I try adds, to get on board. It with, adds to the ambiance. Scotty's got his the plenty. So as soon as I, yeah, as long as you're going to be able to use our funds to buy a plenty. You know hey. what? I have the mighty. You want to borrow it? No, it's too small. They make silent packing tape. You think they can make silent uh, volcano bags? Huh. You're on to something. I am. Shout out can to I have them. volcano bags for like when I'm talking on the phone at work? Is that too much to ask? Okay. Shout out to some meme authors. Oh, what, you got? what you got? I got Moran. Oh, wait. Hold on. I might have screwed that up. Let me go back down. Moran. I'm going to go with Moran. I'm going to go with Euron. Peachop. Peachop 77. What up? Lumpy. And oh, yeah. There's Lizzy Bird 420. Weedheimer. Weedheimer Willie. <laughs> and Chase Newton. Jason, finally free, yes sir. The Muffin Man, what's up? Do you know? Uh, who's this? Brad ba- Brad Baller and PDX Joe. All right, you members appreciate it. Uh, G Scanland, G Scanland. All right, I'm getting that bully. Smokeable Johnson, very direct and straightforward. I like that. Yeah, I'm a SoCal thing and the Candy Bud Man. Candy Bud Man. Last but not least. Sail fast. Sail fast 89. Take it easy, guys. DeGrows.com. Check it all out. Peace out. Stay high. I'm about to. <laughs> Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed it's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Now if the big man catch you riding high, oh, we gonna lock you in a cage. No. If you wonder why he hates the dank, just look at how he's being paid. Now, don't lock up me, smoking weed.